Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm Amanda. And I'm George. Amanda and I are both in Zephyr A. This is season 29 for me and season 25 for Amanda. And this is day 16 of season 97. Our first question asks us for the name of the public opinion expert who founded the American Institute of Public Opinion in 1935 and who is linked very strongly with polling in the U.S. So I... I've heard the story of how he first, his, his first poll, allegedly, apocryphally, whatever, was <clears throat> to find the most beautiful member of his college class. He ended up marrying her. <laughs> this is George Gallup. Oh. Uh, I briefly thought, wait, is this Nielsen? Mm. Uh, because the Nielsen ratings and the like. But I, I just kind of thought, this it says is linked with public polling. Uh, and that just seems broader than the Nielsen ratings, which are very much about radio and television broadcasting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So with that, I just I, I decided this had to be Gallup. Yeah, this one um, really comes from my sense of just if you think of a popular opinion poll in the U.S., a Gallup poll is just like a phrase that kind of rolls off your tongue. Um because it's, you know, up to and including the fact that, you know, many healthcare organizations, including my employer, have used Gallup as their, like, employee engagement polling. Like, it's, they, they are in a lot of different sectors of American life. Um, you know, not just the kind of general broad X number or X percentage of people in the U.S. believe this. Um, and... I don't really know about any of his background, um, but I just thought, yeah, Gallup poll is something that I've been hearing about my entire life easily. Mm -hmm. Um, I had slight qualms just in the sense that, you know, there are other famous polling firms out there and Mm -hmm. they're getting to be better known. Um, I had trouble coming up with any of them, even as counter examples to this though. Um, like there were a couple that were sort of on the tip of my tongue and I haven't even gone to look them up, um, that are, um, prominent ones, but I thought, you know, Gallup has just been around so long that I feel like it's very plausible that they could sort of be the very first public opinion polling group and could have been founded in 1935. Sure. So, uh, I went with Gallup as well. And that was correct. You may be thinking Rasmussen, which is a... Yeah, kind of that's one. one. Days, so. um, there's one that starts with an S, maybe. I can't. That's that. That's what was tickling my brain. Don't ring a bell. Bring it. There's a lot that are named after colleges. Mm. Like the Quinnipiac is is named after Bob yeah. Quinnipiac and the like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, are you thinking of? Uh, are you thinking of John Service uh, Survey Monkey? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're John Survey Monkey, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Question two asks us for a one-word name of a document that discloses details about investments. So as someone who has had, you know, different retirement accounts across different jobs in my career, um, I'm used to getting a lot of this kind of boilerplate paperwork that comes in the mail oftentimes. um, And... You know, I I thought probably this one word thing that lets you 
make an informed decision about the investment's potential specifically. Like it's telling you about the prospects of the investment. So I was pretty sure this would be the prospectus. Um, and it's one of those things that I just, you know, when I get them in the mail, I mm -hmm. look at them, look at the cover of them and recycle <laughs> them. I don't, you know, yep. I'm, I'm not here to, to do that kind of level of detail or reading or research that is why there are investment advisors and people running whole mm -hmm. companies and industries about it yep. um it is never going to be my um you know passion or fascination but i have gotten a lot of prospectuses in my life um, i did have to kind of <clears throat> establish for myself that this is about um an investment offering not necessarily just a specific stock. I don't know if they do prospectuses for mm. a single stock so much as like a mutual fund will have one or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is that's that's more of a an agglomeration of different stocks or, you know, kind of a package deal. Um, mm. But either way, I, I thought, you know, yeah, this isn't saying a single stock. It's talking about, um, you know, an investment offering. It's um, and, and that idea of the potential of the investment um, really led me to prospectus. So that's what I went with. Uh, yeah, I pretty much had the same kind of thing. Like I felt like this was something I'd, uh, that I knew. My, my first thought was like, it was some kind of numeric thing. And then I got mm. to the end of the question. Oh no, one word name. Okay. So this is just a thing. There's gotta be a thing I've heard. This is not mm -hmm. going to be one of those that is just, some obscure ass business things right so, yeah i tried to think of like well what would i ask for if i wanted to know about a company for investment purposes and, and that just prospectus just kind of dropped into my brain at that point and i was like oh yeah those are those things i'm always getting because brokers think i care um <laughs> so yeah okay yeah we'll go with prospectus and that was the correct answer i do not think the brokers care in fact or, <laughs> or think that you care they're legally required to send you them. yes that, that is fair uh, question three asks us, essentially, where are the Greater London Metro Police located? Uh, this is New Scotland Yard. Ah. Uh, I have watched enough British cop shows and, and probably more accurately parodies thereof uh, to know that this is, is a thing. And hmm. that they, I don't know when they moved there, but uh, I, I think it's within my adulthood. Mm -hmm. that Scotland Yard became New Scotland Yard. Ah. Uh, and of course, it's it's referred to in Sherlock Holmes uh, stories of all kinds and times, uh, as always, you know, where uh, a uh, kind of this, uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember the name, the, the, the term for like, you know, how the, you say Detroit when you mean the auto industry. And the metonym? Metonym, yes. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's like... When, when a cop is saying, like, oh, my superiors, when a British cop is saying, oh, my superiors don't want me to do this, uh -huh. they're, they're always saying it's Scotland Yard tells me I can't do this right, for whatever right. reason. So, so yeah, I just, this was, I, I, I read it a few times to make sure, like, hmm, am I, am I being fooled here? I don't think I am. I think this is New Scotland Yard. Yeah, this one, uh, I just assumed, like, London Police Headquarters, I've never heard it called anything but Scotland Yard. Mm -hmm. um, and I had no idea about the new part. I hadn't realized there were two different locations. Um, I, so I just put Scotland Yard because 
there, you know, if it was anything more obscure than that, then I was not going to know it. Um, you know, I don't know if there are other police locations in England that are sort of well-known or, or famous like that, but uh, Scotland Yard would be at the top of that list. Um, and so that's what I put down. Um, without the new, because I didn't realize there was a really a difference there. Mm -hmm. So. And either was correct. Happily, yes. Okay. Question four asks us for the Ginsburg poem that is considered the quintessential expression of the beat movement. Right. And that iconic first line, I saw the best minds of my generation destroyed by madness, starving hysterical naked. Um, this is one that I've only kind of finally consolidated for trivia purposes. Um, this poem is called Howl, and I first encountered it, you know, in as like a pop cultural reference, not as itself. Um, and I didn't realize it at the time. And <laughs> I, I, I'm going to go now off on a tangent that so many of our listeners undoubtedly will not care about. So <laughs> mark the time right now and skip ahead 30 seconds or whatever. Um, so the band Pig Face, which is kind of like an industrial music supergroup, um, I think they were on Wax Tracks Records, uh, had uh, a song called Newtopia on one of their early 2000s albums. And it starts out with, you know, I saw the best minds of my generation uh, you know, caught up in the virtual reality of living, I think is where it starts. All right. Um, and it goes through sort of a different, you know, updated, um, uh, almost like cyberpunk version of Howl throughout the song and gets very, you know, kind of chanting. It's, it's very, starts out with spoken word, but, um, it's a really cool song. I didn't know the basis for it. Um, I used a, a couple of lyrics from it as my signature on plastic.com for yeah. some while um, because it said, you know, the city's all wrapped up in plastic like an electronic cocoon. If you lay in the street, you can hear it humming. And it's kind of a very, you know, um, much like the original poem, which I actually haven't even read all of, um, a very dystopian, you know, sounding, um, technological, um, you know, uh, alienation kind of, uh, vibe to it uh, and it so it's got a good beat and you can dance to it that was my first encounter with this poem and I finally just kind of realized in my latter years here that that was a riff on Howl and that that was that was the name of the poem and there are other undoubtedly other pop cultural references to it um, but that was my entree and so I, I kind of finally you know sealed that link between them uh, and I put down Howl uh, I have no link to this other than I've, you know, had to read and study the poem in school mm. on at least one occasion. Um, however, the name of it did not apparently sink into my mind, and I thought it was Roar. Ah. So that's what I said. So you feel like Katy Perry's song. <laughs> apparently. <is a> riff <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a slightly different angle on, on the poem. Uh, it was Howl, indeed. Uh, question five asks us to tell us members of what musical groups are referred to in the Cosmo headline. Are Jenny and V dating? So I figured this was two uh, K-pop musical groups. Mm. 
just because that is those those are big enough that Cosmo would cover it, but they're not big enough that I would know about them. <laughs> um, and the two biggest uh, K-pop groups that I know of are Blackpink and BTS. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I should say BTS and Blackpink, but since yeah. Jenny, who I believe is the, the female of the pair, uh, came first in the headline, I figured, well, I'll, I'll list them that way as well. Uh, and this is really just a, for lack of anything else, this is what I could logic myself into. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, I just realized as I read back my answer email that I actually answered Blackpoink and BTS. <laughs> So I am really hoping that I get credit for this one, and I would not blame Thorsten at all if I did not. I feel like you should, because I know somewhere in the rules it talks about typos. That like that's that's got to be clearly a typo. Nobody thinks there's a band out there called Black Blank. Although I will be giggling about the possibility for some time. That is if Miss Piggy got into a K-pop band. Yeah. Black point. Um, I, I had much the same thought process. Uh, just, you know, I figured when you think of two musical groups, you've got to think of uh, ones where people are likely to know the names of the band members. And that's like, you know, sort of boy bands and girl bands, like in the sense of a bunch of vocalists is a band, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not so much like. You know, the, this isn't like the Go-Go's and Green Day. Like, it's not, you know, um, bands in that sense of, you know, it says musical groups, in fact, in the, the question. So um, I basically went to, you know, there there aren't really a lot of other genres of music doing that format in a big, high-profile way right now. K-pop is kind of the main thing if you're looking for, you know... I don't know, it seems like 12 or 13 guys harmonizing. <laughs> um, I know it's not that many, but they just seem to be more and more of them uh, every time I look at BTS. Um, and and, it's, and similarly on um, the, the female side of things, Blackpink is the top act as far as I know. Um, I, you know, I've bought a few BTS songs. I'm not sure I could pick a Blackpink song out of a lineup, like if you played them along with other K-pop you know, girl group things. Um, but they're just definitely the best known name to me. I can't recall when I sat down in memory that they each existed and kind of where their status is relative to other bands. Um, but they came to mind instantly. And I figured asking a question like this is asking for pretty much the two highest profile bands out there because otherwise it just becomes too to ask for both of them becomes a little mean (laughs) if it's not like the most famous ones you could grab yeah um and so i also put down blackpink and bts in that order and that was correct yay i have a feeling this one's going to play a lot easier than i had thought it was because i think a lot of people are going to logic their way into name the two biggest uh, bands that someone else has heard of, but that uh, maybe I haven't. Yeah, like, I, I think mean, there are going to be a lot of people who could not pick any Blackpink or BTS song out who are going to answer this correctly. It's gonna. I feel like, uh, you know, I gave this pretty high points for both of my opponents today, and 
specifically just looking at their pop music scores. Mm-hmm. You know, one yep. of them it was like worst or second to worst. So I'm like, I'm going to put the three on that because, you know, you might be able to grab BTS because they're so hugely famous. But if Blackpink is just a notch below your consciousness of that kind of thing. Reasonable. Um, then I think there's a, a, a good shot at missing it as well. Yep. Well, we shall see. Yep. Question six asks us for two rivers uh, that come together in an Iraqi town into the Shat al-Arab, which eventually empties into the Persian Gulf. So if I hear two rivers converging in Iraq, I'm going to assume it's the Tigris and the Euphrates. Um, They're the two most famous rivers, kind of like the two most famous (laughs) K-pop acts are Blackpink and BTS. Mm. Um, I, you know, if it's another level more obscure than the most famous possible rivers in Iraq, then I'm not going to know it. Um, and I also won't feel horribly dumb for saying the two most well-known rivers in Iraq. So I put down Tigris and Euphrates. Yep. Yeah, um, I, I've been to the, the area that they mm. uh, that they converge. All right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, this is you know, the, probably the most well-known pair of rivers in the world. Yeah. As such, that, you know, that aren't subsumed into each other, like the Missouri and the Mississippi. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this was, when, when you say Mesopotamia, you're saying between two rivers. Oh, yeah, that's right. And these are the two rivers that you are Meso. <laughs> so, so that means you bearded. I did. Good job. Very exciting. First of the season, so. <laughs> wow, yeah. Um, yeah, that, I, that was a, a very fun reveal because i wasn't super confident about at least some of these Mm -hmm. um you know i i definitely could have thought that i forgot some pollster who i was trying Mm -hmm. to um come up with but uh yeah i just kind of did all the right coin flips and and took a flyer on the band names and um just kind of went with uh you know the tigris and euphrates are kind of like the thorsten wants you to get get it thing like mm-hmm. it's you know this the way it's described sounds obscure and yet it's going for something very well known so yep. um that is pretty true to form for learned league i mm-hmm. would say i think that is probably correct yeah and you had five i had five which i, I feel choice. good about especially the mm-hmm. the blackpink bts one i feel uh good but less good after uh, <laughs> so many of uh, one of my friends groups all came in and said like yeah oh. I, just, I, I had the same kind of logic here i just sort of guessed that it was two big k-pops and that's these so let me ask you know. are, is that group of friends the same age as us uh largely oh, okay. yeah around there okay um so yeah yeah no, i don't not people who actually know Blackpink and BTS, just right. very much people who have heard of them and know they are bands. Sure. And that one is boys and one is girls. Yeah. And I know we had another uh, beer in our uh-huh. friend group as well. Um, I want to say one or two other people got five out of six. And I think one of them uh-huh. missed that question, though. I'm, I'm maybe misremembering that. Sure. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, I you know, I'm certainly hopeful for, obviously, it'll be at least a tie, I guess. Um, and that'll, you know, help keep me 
buoyed up into, you know, um, somewhere near in the rankings where I am. So um, I've, I've slipped down a ways out of the green because mm -hmm. I've lost a couple in there um, or tied or whatever. And uh, that's cool. I'm just, I'm, I'm happy that I'm keeping on a level pretty well. Could be worse. Mm -hmm. You could be seven points deep in the mm. red. Ah. Ouch. Yeah. You are, in okay. fact, seven points out of second place. Okay. Okay. I, I won't say I've given up on this season, <laughs> but I am... I've been in A for six seasons in a row, and that's pretty much where I... Mm. That's pretty much my limit. I usually okay. hit I usually hit five or six and then I get relegated and so we'll okay. see how it goes. Well, there's still time. There's still a good amount of season left here. Yeah. So uh I didn't I didn't feel like all of these were necessarily all gimmies or all super easy. Um you know, a couple of them easier than others. But uh, you know, let's hope for the best. It's all we can do some days. Indeed. So that's it for today. Tune in tomorrow for more post-game analysis. And remember, don't forfeit. Don't cheat.